How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? Uh, I w- as soon as you said, like, the b- the intro, like, how's it going, everyone? I was about to be like, oh, good! Oh, wait, not not yet, not yet. <laughs> because we have uh, with us friend of the podcast, Gennaro. Hello. What's up? There you go. He's been practicing that intro. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was quality. I like Definitely. that. I mean, I'm I'm doing okay. It's I don't have to work for several days. How about mm-hmm. you guys? I just got back from eight days off, and uh, I didn't have enough PTO to use for the rest of the year. So I'm working two days and on to the weekend. Which honestly, that's some great mental health levels of working right there. Oh yeah, as long as like the two days aren't overwhelming. Like I, I'm going, I'm out for two weeks or not now, but I'll be out for two weeks when I go back. And it's like, I know that there's so much I'm going to have to catch up on. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's out. So I'm not missing anything. So it's, you know, pretty good. Yeah. That, that is good. true. Um, Like I just looking on teams, I see like so many people are like out of the office. Mm-hmm. Um, and like people responding to emails for threads that I'm on. They're like, Hey, what are we doing about this thing? I'm like, Wait till that person gets back. I don't know what you want. Can I? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to apologize to the listeners. Dave should have offered a trigger warning for using the word teams. Uh, oh, we hmm. recently switched two teams from uh, Citrix WebEx, and it is miserable. So okay. uh, anybody else who's experiencing the pain, I'm, I'm, I deeply apologize. What's been your issue with it amongst your work folk? Um, well, one issue we didn't foresee was that the voice quality is way better so um you can pick up everything going on in people's background uh (laughs) so whether that's you know someone's kid coughing incessantly uh from covid as i've heard in today's stand up or you know someone who decided to buy uh you know mx blues and just (laughs) go to town uh (laughs) you know that's a a pretty poor uh result but uh, not the worst. The worst, I think, has been uh, absolutely no training on it and um, mm-hmm. just people unable to actually use it correctly. So they'll try to get in and then they'll actually have to call in separately through their cell phone because they don't ah. have computer audio. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, some Trainings. of that to a degree is training. Some of it yeah. is IT because yeah. like they should just be able to get in. But also a lot of people are just stupid and don't know what a mute button is. And when it's on versus off. Yeah. Yeah, I would say like, so we switched to Teams a couple of years back and we switched from Skype for business, which was not good either. You know, (laughs) it it wasn't for our business. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. (laughs) Skype for a business. And I'm kind of a fan of it at this point, but it's because like you can set your notifications for different teams and different chats and different groups and Mm. Stuff like that. And so it's got a lot of control. It was still like the type of situation where it's like, man, if Discord supported private servers, would have loved to use like Discord. Um, I tier Slack's pretty good, I guess. But Teams kind of had the Microsoft integration, which was convenient for us. Um, so it made sense. I don't hate it. It does suck sometimes. It has technical issues sometimes. Um, but for the most part, people have kind of figured it out at this point, And that makes it. That makes it nice. I guess I'll pick it up at some point, but it's been a month and a half and it's really, (laughs) it's really dependent on how other people use it. 
too. Yeah. Like if other people yeah. don't know how to use the platform, um, it's like asking all of like your extended relatives to get on aim and reach out to you. Like, this is it. Like you're going to use aim now. Um, not a great ask. My dad's still figuring out text messaging. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's fair. I mean, I don't really text that much either unless someone texts me, they initiate the conversation that way. I'm like, if this is the way it's going to be, <laughs> And then your plan discord. Did you need something? Uh-huh. Well, I literally use, so like my main number is actually my Google voice number. And so if I'm at a computer, I'll just use the Google voice in browser and type it like it's instant messaging anyways. <laughs> like I go very far out of my way to actually avoid texting. Damn. Um, I don't know, I've I, just been so used to having a phone. Like, it's not like I got it super young, but texting was my default means of communication for a long time through, like, high school and college. Like, just trying to get a hold of somebody because this is before Discord was very normalized. Ten cents a text, else. baby. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, you got to make sure you texting. got on that unlimited thing. Otherwise, you're, like, you'd be very selective or just do, like, the giant long-form text. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, here's had- all the things that we could theorize. I could talk about for the next three days. You get one. It's like the the old uh, calling people collect through a payphone and just like quick to get a message before, right. uh, mm-hmm. so you don't have to pay the quarter or whatever. That's such a meme at this point. Like, there's literally been commercials about that, right? Like the what was it? Uh, Tom hat Tom at a baby eats a boy is the name <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're really. eight, we're dating ourselves. Like, you know what a payphone is? Uh huh. They're still around in museums, I think. How do you guys feel about the new year now that um, as the people listening to this, it is a new year? Well, it, it, it's been a year since I've been on the podcast. I just checked. I is it actually January? Oof. It's been a year. Yeah. Glitch Maybe. in the scheduling system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder where that shift is. Cause we definitely had like six people that we were rotating through and we we're like, oh, we'll do a guest a month. Yeah. So maybe we doubled up on somebody else. I actually, am I don't know. I mean, it, it it works out for me because, as you guys know, I've been in school, and the break for Christmas is always the longest break, so it gives me time mm. to relax and then talk to you two and yeah. talk video games or whatever this podcast is about. Food. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's about food. Yeah, no, it starts really with knows. food and then devolves into video games every time. Devolves into video games. <laughs> But I, I'm excited for this year. I mean, we had a busy year. We got, you know, we got married in uh, October, had our honeymoon yeah. shortly after. It's kind of a big year. Uh, we did yeah, a big year. And then uh, both of us got promoted like the next month. Oh, nice. So um, it's been a, a, a nice, nice time in, in the household here. So um, you did. Uh, uh, did you do a survey scam? Where like one of you filled out a survey for the other person being like, this is the best employee at your company. <laughs> they honestly yeah. deserve a promotion. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those like anonymous, anonymous uh, tip lines where you're like, <laughs> right. Mr. Demuch, he was so great. He was such a great uh, salesperson. I don't do sales at all. I don't yeah. talk to anyone outside the company. Yeah. Sales is tough. I can't do it. Mentally, I can't do it, but. I almost didn't get hired at my current employer because I had said in my interview that 
I did not enjoy sales. And mm-hmm. my previous boss who had just retired told me that as he was, you know, one of his last days, oh, they told HR told me not to hire you because you said you didn't like sales. But, <laughs> but it wasn't a sales position. What does it have to do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, lack of always, flexibility. I guess. But at the same time, like, it, I think it makes more sense to, like, draw a line in the sand and say, like, here's what I'm good at and here's what I'm comfortable with versus, like, lying. Right. I don't know. But I feel like that's what sales is a lot of time. It's like lying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, my perception. Like, sales. how else are you going to convince somebody that they want to spend money on a given thing that they had never heard about or considered previously without mm-hmm. lying? You need this. This is great. This is going to change your life. Cold calling just as a concept is the worst. It's the oh, most yeah. soul destroying thing you could do. Yeah. Like, like, have any of you two ever bought anything that was no. as a response to oh. a cold call? <laughs> No, if Still anything, no. <laughs> I've I've actually been over the top rude to somebody who's cold called me before. Like you get like three calls in a day. The fourth one, you're like, all right, buddy, what's up? You want to talk? Yeah, yeah, let's go. And then you just <laughs> chew them out. Hey, fuck off. Delete my yeah. number from your system. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a it's a crappy line because so the only people who are more upset like with a cold call happening than the people receiving the call is a lot of times those that actually have to make cold calls, right? Like I, I can't think of many more soul destroying um, jobs than just sitting there in a call center, calling people who don't want to be called and trying to, yeah. con- to convince them for something. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting that you say that because I'm like, I work in a collection center. So <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what people do, except they're not, selling people they're literally trying to collect money that's already owed so it's kind of in the same vein and and people love collectors oh absolutely and we have characters for sure it takes a specific type of person (laughs) Uh, i thankfully never had to do the that end of the job so yeah i worked on the opposite side of that back in the day i I worked in uh, bankruptcy law not like Uh, as an actual attorney anybody i did payroll for like a tiny firm of like four people um but i also would help with like the electronic filling out of bankruptcy information Mm -hmm. and um one of the most satisfying people for like the clients that we had were when when we told them like all right this i almost said the guy's name (laughs) didn't don't do that (laughs) this person you know is now your attorney if collectors contact you at all say contact this attorney instead um do not engage with them you're now in the process of bankruptcy reach out to us instead and it was like people were so excited about that oh yeah and a lot of people don't know about that and i i'm familiar as well because that was literally my first job i would do the bankruptcy uh handling of uh a collection accounts for people and deal with the attorneys and it was always just you know hey uh if they're represented by a, an attorney just let them go we'll we'll handle it a different way but uh no mm-hmm. need to call them. So, hey, if you're in, if you're a listener and uh, you're in uh, debt problems, <laughs> get an attorney. The, the, that'll at least, you know, filter out some of the uh, phone calls and letters. Yeah. Bankruptcy's not bad either. Like, it's honestly... Wait, being bankrupt or working yes. in bankruptcy? Well, the concept well, Filing is... for bankruptcy. Most yeah. of the people do it too late, I would say. They let yes. like things become emotionally overwhelming or they like 
they try for years to like pay off all of their debt, like even though it's adding up over time and mathematically mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense anymore. Um, and then they sell off their possessions, even though they might have been exempted and potentially could have been saved through bankruptcy. It's most people file bankruptcy too late. It's not nearly as abused as a lot of people think. It's a it's a good ch- second chance for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have just general credit card debt and you want to like make a true change in your life, it can be like embarrassing to do so because it is a you know a public record. It stays on your credit report for seven years, uh, and it's hard to get credit at thereafter. But you know, if you have a car, if you have a you know a house, and it's just you know you had stacked up other credit card bills. You go through bankruptcy, you get discharged, and you get some, you know, uh, more rest at night because it pretty much gets wiped away. Um, not so much on your your house or car because they're going to get taken, they're collateralized, but the other yeah. stuff. And unfortunately, that's why uh, there people can't discharge their uh, student debt or a lot of medical debt, which tends to be the majority of the debt in this country, unfortunately. I realize we just have this back and forth. I was going to ask a question. You go ahead, Dave. Jump in. <laughs> no, I was literally just going to say I'm going to bite my tongue on like the the medical mm-hmm. expenses type thing because yeah. like I was just bitching about that as like I do every day. Um, it's always a crock of shit. Um, but I don't want to like have this be like the depressing podcast episode where it's like this country's fucked up. We know, but <laughs> well, I don't want to just yeah. go into all the specific. I'm merely trying to be informative because yeah. it is, you yeah. know. It, it it is a tough thing to happen in one's life, and things can mm. pile up quickly. Uh, so, Jake, yeah, you I said would, you had a question. Or yeah, I had a question, a comment. The the question was, can you not discharge medical debt? I knew the two you couldn't, as that I was aware of, were like debt on taxes, obviously anything to the IRS, and student loans. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the medical debt. I think it's mm-hmm. pretty tough. Usually, um, there is other ways to get a lower amount of right. uh, debt through like the care provider itself. Mm-hmm. Um, also, none of this is financial advice. None of us. No, know there's no about. financial advice. For me. I don't <laughs> offer that. Uh, I just, you know, lend you to keywords to search on Google <laughs> to yeah. do your own research. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not hundred percent sure on the medical debt. It's just yeah. credit card debt is really easily wipeable. It's the and, easiest. and also unsecured why the, in particular. Yeah. And that's why the unsecured debt rates are always, you know, you get that uh once a year letter from your credit card company, oh, your interest rate is now twenty four point nine nine percent. Well, why is that? Well, because it's 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 riskier and higher higher risk, higher uh interest rate. Reward. <laughs> right interesting yeah, the credit card company has a double-edged sword yes <laughs> yeah and the the other point I, I wanted to throw in here and then we could talk about something else other than literally bankruptcy i guess but um you will be like assaulted with credit card offers once you finish bankruptcy um like tons of them your credit you're right your credit is garbage after bankruptcy because you're literally <laughs> you filed bankruptcy yep, this yep. is the one thing they don't want you to do <laughs> is uh you know not get their money but uh you'll be assaulted with credit card offers from basically everybody not necessarily the best offers but a lot of them um because you cannot file bankruptcy for another eight years so if you still are in that habit of you know not managing your money properly they will get their money out of you for eight years um 
And, and and you and it's literally assaulted. Like the mailman is outside your door yes. with shuriken uh, envelopes, just tossing. <laughs> yeah. Citibank, Wells Fargo. Here you go. <laughs> this kind of feels like an alcohol commercial. It says at the end, like parentheses, please drink responsibly. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I I don't think that's why you're marketing it to me, Heineken or yeah. Jägermeister or whatever. Yeah, please don't max out your credit card debt and then like file bankruptcy at the uh, behest of uh, the Soapstone podcast. <laughs> yeah, it won't work for most things too. Like, because usually when people spend money, I realize, <laughs> I realize we're still in here. Usually when you spend money, you're, you're to buy things, right? And those are the things that get tallied up when you file bankruptcy and you get like a certain number of exemptions. So like your house can be worth this much. Your car can be worth this much. Your personal belongings are this much. Here's your cash. And you file as either state or federal usually depending on what fits you better. Um, and all of those nice things you bought with credit cards go away unless it was food and you ate it. So that's the mm-hmm. loophole, I guess. <laughs> you know, Foods, speaking, of, speaking of bankrupt, um, I am morally bankrupt because I recently purchased for $2 Honey Pop on oh Steam. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a segue. Welcome, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I looked on my Steam friends, and I have uh, two other people who own it. One being Dave, and uh, one other being a friend who's uh, somewhat religious. They played it for 13 minutes and have not opened it since. So they might have gotten it as a gift and thought it was a puzzle game purely and and realized 13 minutes in, hmm... <laughs> I, I like the idea more so of like, they're like, I'm going to buy this game in secret. And they had 13 minutes before like a significant other or like somebody else came home and they're like, ah, zoom, close it out. <laughs> I just like, it, it gets brought up so much as a meme. I was like, okay, for $2, l- let me actually see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I remember, you know, talking to uh, uh, Jenny that uh, she believed that the, the game was actually garbage and just to play peggle instead uh Mm. the game the puzzle game itself not terrible but Mm. my god the the (laughs) quote-unquote story behind it people if you need advice to pick up women do not learn it from this game oh my god probably don't learn it from any game i I can't think of (laughs) Super Seducer? Come on, Super Specifically the games that you would put in that genre. You should pay the least attention to. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Just like a relationship advice and just like pickup artist people, they're, they're all just scams in general. Remember so. what we said about how we didn't feel good about sales? That's mm-hmm. like what I kind of feel like being a pickup artist is. It's just... yes. I'm not saying there's like absolutely no truth in anything that they do for like socially networking, but a lot of it feels very scummy off the cuff and it's just not a good vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It's this is a relationship advice podcast though. No, no zero financial advice. 100% relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's the disclaimer, (laughs) but I mean like it, it's okay as a bejeweled game, right? Yeah, I mean, it's. I was expecting more, I guess, sort of linear movements. I was able to sort of move the gems in a little bit more different places than I'm I'm used to, and the the gems do different things. So mm-hmm. you know, there's like this blue circle gem that lets you use items once you get X amount in there, and then uh, there's a, uh, I guess I guess certain certain dates prefer certain types of gem mixes. 
and you have to get, you have to fill up the bar at the bottom. I failed a lot, surprisingly, on normal difficulty. I was surprised just, you know, just constantly losing and they insult mm-hmm. you. They're like, oh, why did I waste my time dating you? I'm like, oh, you can't even play Bejeweled. Okay. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> and, and I actually went out and bought like the Bejeweled package, like on sale, like directly afterwards, just so I could play, you know, uh, a game like that without, without condescension. Yes. Right. yes. <laughs> That's really funny. So I've got I've, that experience out of the way, at least. Yeah. I know Connect 3 games, like a lot of times they'll ramp up in difficulty to get you to like buy things. Like they start out and it's like, oh yeah, you cleared that, no problem. You cleared that, no problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's time to get these, it's time to get the power-ups if you really want a chance at clearing mm-hmm. this. Does Honey Pop like use that? Or is it kind of a different system? It, it, there's like there's like so as i talked about before if you get a cer- certain amount of like a specific gem it'll let you use items and each item i think you carry like six or eight uh will help you in, in different ways so like one item i would constantly use is if you get four or more in a row it would add a move so you only oh, get gotcha. x amount of moves when you start so if you have to fill up a bar that's worth 300 points and you only have 11 moves if you're only making you know three matches well that's not going to get you to the 300 points and you'll run out of moves but if you use this item you won't lose a move so it's it's it, it, it sounds added tactical it. yeah it's like strategy yeah there definitely is because like the base game is not as easy as bejeweled like it definitely sees like it definitely feels like they're setting you up to fail if you don't use your in-game currency from like progression to get those items to help you out with it uh for sure but it's not there's no type of microtransaction it's all in game yeah and i don't remember the exact currency you you get to up your traits so you have like x amount of traits that you increased yourself uh so that maybe if you're using um you're matching a lot of the red gems together. Uh, when you match those up, you get more points uh, compared to if you didn't have that trait. And to get the currency, you have to talk to your dates and you have to answer the correct questions. <laughs> so this is where it gets interesting because you have to sort of get a vibe of the dates you're seeing. So there's like this specific like cougar and she's clearly just like out to sleep with as many men as possible. So she'll ask you a question like, hey, Dave, so what what do you think about, you know, people seeing other people while you're dating? And you have to clearly like say, yeah, I'm totally okay with that. Or she's going to be like, yeah, no. And you'll get no points. So you're just constantly giving them answers to what they want to hear rather than what you actually feel, which is, again, terrible relationship advice <laughs> be yourself people don't you know mold unless yourself. you're a terrible person so that's the well, follow-up advice. oh this is not a good segue then because um, <laughs> i was going to ask for Gennaro, and this would extend to jake as well but jake you've to my knowledge like you've had one relationship in your life pretty much basically yeah so my question i guess more so for Gennaro, but jake please feel free to answer is like as a guy i've definitely felt myself kind of chameleon to a degree when like going on a date with somebody or dating somebody early on because I want to try and make things work or I don't know exactly where I end and she begins type thing. 
but I find myself just like acquiescing a little bit, a bit of that, like not changing my nature per se, but like going along with the flow of something. Mm. Have you encountered that? Have you ever felt the same way or is that completely out of left field? Yeah, I think there's like a fine line between making changes to yourself for the better and making changes to yourself just because of the other person. Um, I've made the wrong choice in previous relationships um, with my current uh, lady who happened wife? to wife. Yeah, wife. I was just going to bring up on the screen here. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, as everybody sort of knows, Mel is such a, a nicer nice person and i've learned to be a nicer person because of her so, so you have changed <laughs> i've changed, yeah. I've changed for myself better. for the better yeah. so i was always right. like ruthless businessman and like constantly on the career grind and all that matters is you know that uh yeah. and then you know i've i've met more people through her and i've become a more generous giving person you know not not everything that matters uh in life is just you know hoarding a bunch of money and uh, climbing the corporate ladder and it's you know there's there's playing jo- scrooge mcduck <laughs> yeah and th- there, there's joy in like you know making other people smile and not just like you know yourself being the person who benefits out of everything mm-hmm. so I, i've changed in that way but previously i've tried to change myself where deep down i knew like mm, do i really feel that way or am i you know just trying to make sure i don't rustle ruffle any feathers with this person right yeah and that was the wrong decision Mm -hmm. what about you jake have there been any like situations where like you look back on you're like oh i guess i kind of i mean for me it was much more i I was kind of in different situation like you said i've really only had the one real relationship you don't count like uh and like internet like preteen relationship on msn messenger somebody in australia then that had no no like anything other than emotions involved right um emoticons i think you meant to yeah say. emoticons <laughs> yeah um i think for me it was a lot more having interactions and meaningful relationships around me that taught me more of how i should act <laughs> like in society coming from like homeschool and all that and just feel like how do i express myself and how do i not be a freaking a hundred percent introverted weirdo like being introverted is fine a hundred percent is too high of a ratio of introversion um where you're not actually communicating with people and that's the problem i had early on and i would second uh Gennaro's point of um the uh positive change coming out of a relationship being with somebody who makes you want to be a better person or gives you focus for the things in life that you actually cared about in the background and you just didn't realize it yet that's much more positive than like, I don't like your dog. You're like, okay, I guess I'll get rid of the dog. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and as you know, we we're talking about this more, more things have popped up in my mind. Um, literally behind me, as you can see, and as many of you know, I'm a very avid uh, Lego star Wars collector. And in my last relationship, I remember being told I was in Toys R Us and I was like, Hey, look at that. That's so cool. I'd love to buy that. I, I, I'm able to purchase that. I was told that's immature. You're an adult. You should not purchase that. And <laughs> red flag. I just want to yes. make that very yep, clear. Yep. At the time, I was just like, yeah, no, I guess you're right. And, you know, fast forward years, um, you know, 
with Mel and like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about getting this stuff. Just want to let you know, you know, it costs a lot. Are you comfortable with that? And she's like, yeah, dude, go ahead. That's totally fine with me. Like, that's your Mm -hmm. money. Like, you're enjoying it, whatever. And and, and that's nice because, you know, get to be myself, get to explore new things. And it's not like it's a toxic habit, right? So, yeah. you don't have to be with someone that 100% shares your hobbies. Like a lot of people play games. They're with someone who doesn't play games. That's fine. You do need to be with someone that accepts your hobbies. Yes. If you yes. don't have that baseline, that's going to be a divide that continues to grow. Yeah. Because yeah. like a lot of times in situations like where they don't accept you for who you are, it becomes like this really weird toxic bargaining tool of like, okay, we did your thing. We did your video whatever's. Mm-hmm. Now we got to do the thing that I like. Um, but really like if it's not like a shared thing, maybe you can enjoy it on your own separately. If you can't enjoy it together, that's fine. But like you guys should both be good with each other's hobbies and habits and, you know, accepting the other as a fucking person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I didn't think we'd spin off of honey pop (laughs) into relationship stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I guess we should go on to the raunchy part of honey pop now. Right. We we got to the wholesome part. Um, do I want to do that? <laughs> I, does the game have booba? Uh, yes, but you know it's if, as many of you are versed in using of the internet. There's a lot worse stuff to run into <laughs> just even on Reddit than in this game. So you know, I, I wouldn't give this game to like a teenager. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, if you're if you're playing it and your significant other just walks in on you playing it everything should be fine because for the most part they're just clothed there's just like Mm -hmm. a very small percentage that uh the the wind clause is you bringing them back home and of course uh yeah and and honestly that was the worst (laughs) part of the game for me because it gives it puts you into a uh a puzzle mode where you just have to constantly uh go as fast as you can solving the puzzle to win out so it's just constantly collapsing uh, gems, and as they're collapsing, the the woman you're with is uh, uh, getting louder. Uh, oh, vocalizing, <laughs> very, very yeah, vocalizing, and you know it's you're just playing and you're just trying to get through it, and, and the game's lasting too long, and <laughs> the audio's up. It's just you know the vocalization, and it's just like all right, oh, I don't want to get through this. I just want to hundred percent the game just to say I did, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's so if, if you're getting the game to unlock, you know, uh, your horny meter, mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd say find a better game, honestly. Like, yeah. there's, there's probably stuff yeah. on Newgrounds, mm-hmm. if Newgrounds even still exists, that is more raunchy than this game. Yeah, um, I was going to say, I was just going to say, I, th- I thought that Honey Pop was added to Steam prior to them explicitly allowing like adult content because there was definitely an event where they were like hey now you can literally just put adult games on steam um and i think honey pop was up before that just it was definitely an earlier edition yeah i'm pretty sure it was on steam before all of that i don't know if it required a patch or something like that to unlock the explicit stuff but it's been around right like i i don't think it's yeah, I could totally see it being partially censored too. Like, not a lot of work being done to partially censor it because the only nudity in it mm-hmm. is right at the end, 
just for that one game. And then also they, they will send you, I think like the last, so there's like four picture slots. And as you get to know them, they'll send you a selfie or whatever. And out of the the four for each person, the last two are raunchy. Hmm. But again, if you've been on even Reddit for five (laughs) minutes of your life, you're seeing worse stuff. So, um, uh, it's, it's fine. Again, there's better puzzle games out there. Uh, and I plan on probably playing some of them myself. Even without Booba. That's even without Booba. Yeah. Seriously, there's so many puzzle games that we've talked about on here that I'm like, these are great. <laughs> and then Honey Pop just falls under the weird category of in Honey Pop 2, one of the girls had an outfit that I also have in my closet. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. Uh, I, I didn't realize you were one of the dateable characters in Honey Pop 2. I am. Yeah. It requires oh a very intensive mod, but uh, you, it exists. <laughs> it wouldn't be that hard to put together like a PowerPoint slideshow of just like honey pop questions for you, Dave. We'll just get a Photoshop picture of you on the side and, you know, <laughs> just go through each slide. And, oh, you know. Hey, what all you, I'm saying is questions? like our whole group of friends, very talented group of individuals in like different areas. And really all it takes is some motivation Really, all it takes is some motivation. Yes, you listener, uh, <laughs> we could make this happen as a as a funny. Write that down, Jenny. Write that down. I know you're listening. Write it down. <laughs> what you got to do is take all the questions from the cougar and just copy paste them for Dave. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I sure do love smoking Lucky Strikes. <laughs> <laughs> and who doesn't? Friend of the show, Lucky Strikes. Um, what else have you guys been playing recently besides uh? Honey, honey, booba. I I do want to acknowledge the strength of character it takes to reference that as the game you played recently. <laughs> I think that's the first time. Well, well, I wanted the transition. I was like, oh, I could do a sweet transition just naturally over from bankruptcy to booba. Somehow it worked, but um, <laughs> boobrupsy. No, boobrupsy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that sounds bad. That honestly. sounds really bad. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. That's a medical condition. You're going to be without booba for seven years, unfortunately. Oh, no. <laughs> well, maybe fewer people would file bankruptcy if that was a requirement. Also, like, you can't look at porn for eight years. Okay, government. We're wiping away your debt, but also you can no longer access online porn. The government knows when you masturbate. <laughs> oh, this is a song. It's a good one. Well, um, as for games, I've restarted Witcher 3 because I learned that I can continue my playthrough using the items I got in my first playthrough. And it's been such a long time since I've played it. And since that time, The Witcher show on Netflix has come out. So it's replaying. It's been more enjoyable because I can actually kind of know what's going on. You know who like Nilfgaard is uh, better than Mm -hmm. when you kind of get dropped in the game immediately. And, uh, you know, you're talking to like uh, the king and something's going on. You're not quite clear. So um, I thought Nilfgaard was a character in Honey Pop. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yes. Nilfgaard. (laughs) I thought about it. I was like, I don't know how to make the reference, but <laughs> no, I'll, I'll burn that bridge for you. <laughs> Dave always finds a way. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely thought like playing through the game that um, they did a much better job in three of being like, hey, you're in this circumstance. You don't need to understand everything here to get like enough of a feel to keep through, keep playing the game. 
And like two, they just over explained everything. They're like, here's mm-hmm. a bunch of information you don't know. We're going to tell it to you. Three's like, you don't care. We'll just go. <laughs> like, it's we'll nicer though, because like I didn't have any history with one or two. So I didn't know the lore going in. Mm-hmm. But it's nice just to like they'll kind of allude to things or give like a vague reference. And then I'm like, oh, cool. This universe is deeper than what they're showing at face value. That makes me more interested to find out what it's what it is. Yeah. But I think it's it's fair to say, like, you know, watching the show, being immersed in the world building of The Witcher has got to improve yeah. all of the aspects of it. Like you're getting stuff from the show because you played the game. You're getting stuff from the game because you've seen the show. It's a, That's it's always a, really cool. Yeah, it's a very unique uh, thing to have because as we've known from a lot of other, you know, video games to shows or animes to shows, uh, having a good version of that with the original good version uh doesn't happen often yeah uh, so um no it, it, it's 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 been great um still got some ways to go on that uh but outside of that just you know some civ 5 booting that back up just because you can when you have hours to waste civ is just a good option it will eat those hours <laughs> one more turn how about you jake Oh my gosh, it got directed straight at me. Uh, so I've been playing Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord. Fair amount. Um, I don't know if you guys have played Mountain Blade at all. No, I, I have not. Headshake, no. headshake. Um, basically, you just you play as a person who's essentially a peasant and eventually you try to like form an army and pay the money and then for, like form a kingdom and pay them money. And lots of people just want your money. <laughs> um and try to like carve out a niche in some of the the politics of this medieval, um, uh, this medieval place. And the difference between that and like Crusader Kings is it's not just focused on the relationship aspect; it's like actual real time battles also. But it's easy to forget that you're just a person. Mm-hmm. So like when you're sieging a castle, for instance, and like you're. Uh, your army's like putting ladders up. You don't want to be the first person up the ladder. That person, a hundred percent of the time, always dies. And if it's you, you're not special. You'll <laughs> die, right? So, or be knocked out in this game, at least, which takes you out of the battle until it resolves. Um, so you're not. You're basically fun. not a hero. You know, you're very much just a person throughout the game. Yeah, there's like skill trees, but like high tier units that are in your army will very likely have skills as high as what you have. <laughs> so like if there's a really good swords part, like swordsman, they can probably kill you with a sword, right? Like there's, there's nothing special about you. You don't have he- hero DNA. Um, but because of that, it feels good to like actually overcome. You fight out, you fight bandits until like, you know, you've recruited enough villagers, trained them up that you have soldiers that can like actually contribute to someone else's war effort and eventually becomes yours. It's just really cool. I'm it's just, addictive. I'm, you're just making me think about, you know, the, the ladder meta of sieging mm-hmm. castles. And it's like, you think about any sort of movie, whether it's like home alone or Lord of the Rings. And like, you see the ladders going up, you like know, the first guy is, he's going to either get immediately, you know, beheaded or they're just gonna push the ladder away uh-huh. and there'll be that awkward ah <laughs> <laughs> they do have uh some other siege tools you can use um like you can build 
the big things on wheels, the big towers that just like have a fold uh, down. Yeah. They're kind of like D-Day gates. Oh, what is the name for those? I have no idea what Yeah, it's but called. like they're towers that are rolled and like basically there's like a ladder in it and they kind of have like Fold make troops. a bridge to get on top of the castle wall. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know what that's called. They they recognize the 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 weakness of the ladder method and they're like, let's pre-build the ladder, uh-huh. get to the top, and then just go in. That's literally what it has. It has like four <laughs> ladders inside of it that people can climb up and then cross over into the uh into the keep. And that helps a little bit. Yeah. It's still very you do not want to go into a siege with equal numbers. No. This is just life advice. Again, relationship advice for the people out there. Like you have 200 attackers, there's 200 defenders. They're going to catch you in half, like with archers before you even close. Again, relationship advice. <laughs> Apparently, like I went to some like civil, like something around Civil War era museum or something. But this was at the time where they shifted from like high structures to wider, deeper structures because a lot of the warfare at the time was with cannons. Mm. So just like having like really thick fucking dirt made your structure more sturdy. It didn't need to be as high because people weren't mounting it. It was like, here's your assaulting army with cannons and rifles and cavalry. So it was just having like those deeper lines versus higher. Hmm. That was pretty cool. Also, like there's portcullises back in castle days. Yeah. And they had like these little kill hallways where it's just like, hey, somebody could like aim a bow through here. Yeah, murder murder holes. Murder holes, that's what they're called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this game has also relationship holes. advice. Yeah. <laughs> there was a I, I built a, a battering ram because I was like, these walls seem like it's a losing proposition. We're losing too many people on the walls. Battering ram. They push it up. You know, some of the people still died because they got shot with arrows. Get through the main gate. I'm like, excellent. We're good. I look forward into the area beyond and there's like a hallway with murder holes, like horizontal along the entire thing. And then another door. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I made the right call when sieging this castle, but ultimately they made it. Um, a lot of people died. That's medieval times. What are you going to do? I mean, about- that, or, that or the plague really. So hmm. yeah, they'll get through the murder holes pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. Plague rats just throwing them out at people. <laughs> Can't play Skaven in Banner Lord, unfortunately. But what about you, Dave? Uh, nothing so tactical. My recent stuff has been like I finally got around to playing Inscription. I mean, like after the hype has finally died down, uh, that was really solid. Uh, if you like subversive card games, that's made by the same people who did Pony Island. Use that for reference. Yeah. That's really solid, though. Like, Pony Island's very simple in its design because, granted, it's like an earlier edition. Um, but I really enjoyed it for sure. Pony Island's like a psychological trip, though, mostly. Yeah. I've seen some gameplay of it. I've never played it myself. Uh, an inscription looked pretty cool. Uh, just haven't picked it up. I'm, I'm usually one to wait until it's like, you know, 50%. Or less. Oh yeah, like gamers subreddit. Yeah. That's why I don't have any Rockstar games <laughs> <laughs> or like Nintendo a, games. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think like base it's twenty bucks, but like I got it for like fifteen, I think on sale, and then it mm-hmm. gets even cheaper. Um, but yeah, I would definitely pick up at ten or fifteen, easy peasy. 
super solid. Um, the other one was actually so far back on my list now, but I played through Omori, which is a an RPG game. And I won't say more than that, because both of these games definitely have more going on than what they show at the surface. Um, but they're like really good experiences. I really liked going through it. And then afterwards, just having like that weird sense of ennui or just like, what is life? Mm-hmm. It's not the most Which is separate console. from ennui, but yeah. There's not that many games on the Wii. That's true. Yeah. Most are going to Switch now. And see, Dave, I always trust your recommendations, but it's always so hard when you're like, this is a game, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> well, uh-huh, yeah. but it's a game, and I play the game. <laughs> Usually, that's I mean, a good that's all though, my description for all games. Because <laughs> he'll tell you if it sucks. Right? Yeah. But if he's like, yeah. I've had a few games recommended to me where it was literally like, don't look at the Steam page, just play it and if it's from i've like the, the people who recommended this ian friend of the show ian uh for outer wilds which was correct in his case like good advice from him and then amori from dave so i haven't played okay. it yet. i own it it's in the library yeah it's i mean i could definitely describe more things about it but it's just like if you like um rpgs go check it out like it's not crazy long. It's not like a full JRPG or anything crazy like that. Um, is it more like classic sort of Earthbound style RPG? It is Undertale? much more Earthbound style. Yeah. Like you'll have your enemy in the middle. You don't know exactly what they're going to do. You kind of make your character turn order, and you kind of see where it goes from there. And then you eventually develop some strategy of how you want to do things. Um, but that's just kind of like a, a thing that exists in the game. But you're caring more about the story as as it goes. But I will say, um, part of the battle mechanic is you have emotions. So based on your emotional state, it has different features. So if you're sad, you take less damage because some of your damage gets uh, input to your juice because like you play as little kids. Uh, and okay. juice is like your mana pool. <laughs> so it gets kind of distributed so you don't take as much direct health damage. It's interesting um, that sad means less damage because you'd think that it'd mean more damage. <laughs> well, that's angry. Angry, you deal oh. and take more damage. Gotcha. Um, and then happy, I think you're more evasive but have like a better hit rate chance. I forget what that is. Hmm. And there's like a chart they give you early on of like, oh, this one's more advantageous versus this one. And I forgot that entirely. Um, <laughs> and just, again, bulldoze my way through the whole game. But. Huh. It, it's really cute and really fun, but also okay. like there's there's some deeper feels in there. Um but it was just a solid time all around. Yeah, I'll say just like you describing the the description of the like the emotion and how that was part of the gameplay, I think that gives better context as to you know what someone would expect to pick it oh, up. So. Okay, here's how a conversation yeah. with me goes. Dave, how's your day? That's all right. What'd you do today? <laughs> I you know, work, ate some stuff. And then I need to be like I need alcohol in me to be like, (laughs) all right, let me just share everything. Uh, I'm very much like, here's like the baseline of information that you need for me to answer the question. Uh That's a bad habit I have, but you start an invasive, evasive stance. And then my day was fine. Why are you asking? (laughs) (laughs) Also, um, 
shout out to Jenny. Uh, she also got me a game called The Haunted Island, a frog detective game. There is a VOD of it on Twitch at the moment. If anybody wants to go and watch me play it, it is a very short game. Um, it is not worth a lot of money if you're looking <laughs> to spend money, but it was a cute experience for like 45 minutes. Um, and it was it was surprisingly charming for how short it was. I was not expecting anything, but this is another one of those quotes where I'd love to see it like on the box for an indie game. Just be like surprisingly charming and then like ellipsis, not worth a lot of money. <laughs> like that would be a great box quote. Yeah, it looked cute. Um just from the you know, the screen grabs out and I, I did see like it on sale on Steam. It was what like three bucks or something like that. I, I didn't I, I didn't like I don't it. know. But it, it looked like it had good enough reviews. Um so I'll probably uh, check out the VOD myself. Oh, yeah. Do it. Bye. I'm on twitch.tv. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll find me. You'll if he's streaming, me. he's on the <laughs> just, front page. Just keep adding letters. Eventually, you'll get there. <laughs> oh, that's really good. That's, uh, that's my main stuff. Do you guys have any other things that have been going on, whether that's with games or otherwise? Uh I've been playing one other game, but I'm not going to talk about it because I'm going to force it to be an episode in the future. So I, I know which one that is. Uh, <laughs> based on clues I've been receiving. Uh-huh. I'm also going to go back and claim credit for uh, giving you inscription. I had to check because I, oh, I doubted okay. myself. You literally mentioned how much sorry, it costed. And I was like, did I buy it for him? <laughs> no, it was gifted. I you know you, I know you right got me that other cost. game and something else, <laughs> and I forgot, and that's my bad. No, it's all good. I just uh, could not let you live. So it down. confirmed, a uh, good purchase. Thank you, Jake. Uh, excellent, excellent. But I would also recommend you check it out. I'm not sure if like we could do a full episode on it, um, mm-hmm. but I think you'd like it. Yeah, it's kind of the type of game that seems like explaining too much about it, like Amoria. So yeah, explaining too much about it does hamper the experience as opposed to going in blind. But like, Genero, did you play Pony Island at all? No, I, I watched. Uh, like maybe like 40 minutes of playthrough in the beginning. Okay. So I, I know the, 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 some, some of the mini games involved uh, mm-hmm. and just like the, the general feel it sort of gives. It's like, okay, you're going to start off with this game. You know, you, you hear the word pony and it's like, Oh, this is just going to be a baby's game. And, it, <laughs> and it's like, Oh n- no, it's, it's not. So no. uh, yeah. It's I, an anti baby game. If anything, so, yeah (laughs) you're actively killing babies Um, (laughs) but if you like that type of thing it's like one thing on the surface different thing entirely elsewhere um i really highly do recommend inscription Mm -hmm. Uh, and inscription builds on that idea a lot of like as you're going through like your base level is uncomfortable as you're playing the game Uh, and they ride that line really well yeah I'll put in the the backlog for sure. Um, the other game I recently picked up, which I know J- Jake will be happy about, is a uh, Hotline Miami. Oh, uh, so I started that. Had no idea going into it what it was about, other than you know I've heard you talk about it. Uh, and I started playing playing it, and you know a little. I only have maybe about like an hour and a half into it, uh, and uh, I was like, wait, I recognize that owl. Wait. That's Jake's profile picture. I know what it, I know what what it is. And then um, realizing that each different sort of mask you get gives you a couple 
different, I guess, powers. And yeah. I, 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 you know, obviously I'm an hour and a half into this. I don't know the names of things going on or, like, you know, exactly what the story uh, is about. But right now my objective is to kill people. And right now I'm yep. killing people with doors. So I'm very, I'm, I'm very heavy, you know, run in, sucker punch someone and just wait by doors until someone walks by. So <laughs> you uh, might be using the horse mask. Yes, it is a that horse one mask. instant kills people with doors. That's my yeah. recollection. Yeah. yeah. So um looking forward to playing that uh a bit more and uh then Dave gave me a nice little Christmas gift of It Takes Two, which uh inspired me to despite being, you know, having a cold this past weekend, uh went and got uh my wife's computer that again Dave gave her uh <laughs> and she I just rebuilt the entire thing because she had recently got a new graphics card, installed that, realized power supply wasn't powerful enough, swapped in power supply, redid all <laughs> all the wires. And I'm like, here you go, honey. Here's a computer you can play. It takes two with me. <laughs> and uh we forgot to update the drivers. No. And, uh, <laughs> so it won't turn on. And she's like, I'm not dealing with this right now. So uh it takes two will uh take uh a couple days until we actually start playing two. that it takes two days. It'll, it'll it takes take at two, least two business days to to start playing it'll take two more months at which point it'll be valentine's day mm. okay there you go yeah checks out i think yeah so know. i'm looking forward to that uh because it, i actually recommended it i was to gonna Dave. give you credit for that yeah <laughs> and then he played it and i still haven't played it and he's like all right well here you yeah, go. you recommended a game that you hadn't played, and then we <laughs> played, and I was like, "He's got to play this. He's, he's going to love it." So I'm I'm looking forward to when you guys are both able to play that. I think you'll you'll love it as much as we did for sure, and mm-hmm. probably more so because uh, I'm not a couple with Jake. Right. I'm told, <laughs> not like in that <laughs> way. No, officially, we, we smash, but like that's, that's <laughs> right. about it. It's purely physical, <laughs> <laughs> occasionally magical, depending on who I'm playing, but. Yeah, I, I specifically wanted to wait to play it with Mel, and she's should, been yeah. very busy and, uh, you know, doing doing what we can. But uh, we'll we'll get there for sure. Yeah, it's a lot better if you both have like a weekend or some relaxed time to play. I think where you're less stressed out for sure. Yeah, yeah it, it not- sucks. Like when anytime, like if you're trying to like ham fist something in, even if it is like an enjoyable thing. But if you feel like you're forced to do it rather than just choosing to do it, it really just strips away a lot of the enjoyment. It's like when someone shows you a YouTube video, they're like, hey, look, this is really funny. You need to watch it. No, you need to watch it. No, you need to watch it. Right. Yeah. It's like, uh, am I really going to find it funny after, you know, you made me do it? I won't send you links anymore then. All right. (laughs) I saw this skit about it. Like back when, you know more of this was in person but i think we, everyone's been in the position where you're like hey i have this video i really want to show you on youtube and you like like put the phone in front of them mm-hmm. and like um in this particular skit it was basically the horror story of this where they're kind of just like watching the video blank faced and it's just you're just like yeah yeah here's the and they're like they don't respond at all and they're still just blank faced watching the video no comments though like they're watching it out and you realize that you made a terrible mistake and they are not invested in the same things you are invested in. Um, you know. Also, Tony the Tiger. Get that mask. It's really good. One of my favorites. Okay. Lethal Fists. Instant kills. Really Ooh, good. All right. All right. Yeah. Very I, violent. I could not do that. I need range <laughs> on my weapons to a degree. 
Yeah. And see, I didn't like many. using guns in it. I just always wanted to do like the stealth, like either hit mm. someone with a pipe, throw a knife at them or just punch them. Some of the best use for guns is just to screw with the enemy AI, draw them to a room. Or something. Oh, you shoot by a door and they're like, what's yeah. that? And you're like, check it. <laughs> check the door <laughs> hit the door and then throw the throw, throw the gun at them first on if you want to go like full gun foo with it and that's pretty good anyways i got i'm gonna not stuck <laughs> that's really freaking good also hotline miami too if you enjoy the first one i will say that two is the one that has a lot more comprehensive of a story okay and i didn't know there was a second honestly <laughs> so yeah good to know wrong number Hot, hotline miami two wrong number Okay. Um, and then it has more that, content to it, more music, and makes more story sense. Then after that, you can play Payday 2. And there's a Hotline <laughs> Miami DLC. Yes. And then you play Fall Guys, which has a skin for Jacket as well. Yes. Oh, actually, Fall Guys is a sequel to a billion games at this point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Near Automata. Apparently, there's some storyline content in there. Uh, <laughs> it's just like how Fortnite just sort of keeps getting other IPs. Like, hey, use our game as uh-huh. a way to advertise so, like, Thanos, that's the right. thing like literally when fall guys came out they're like hey here's all this cute stuff and then they had like one uh guest thing of like oh it's this character from this thing i'm like they should monetize the fuck out of this and they have yeah because it, it's it so easy doom, wasn't it? like the doom i think was one of the later ones okay i forget what they had early on but like they had something with doom they had something with i think horizon yeah i think some Aloy thing. They probably they had a TF2 one, I think. Mm-hmm. They just had like a lot of stuff, and like it they fits in. And, like it's just it's cute. You can do it all in game, and it just drives up interest for the game. But right. then they get advertising money from that other company. Like it just mm. TF2 used to do that. Like when they kind of sculpted content for TF2. This is back probably a decade at this point. But like I remember, like when Deus Ex Human Revolution came out. Um, they added like the sniper gun, ex machina, I think something like that, like literally for the people who own the game or glasses, I think for the spy, uh, you got the retractable glasses and like, I kind of like that if it's, if it's sort of, if it's not, you know, disrupting balance at all, you know, why not? There's a tasteful way of doing it. I kind of like how blizzard does some things. I mean, I know that's a statement to say, but uh, (laughs) some uh, things, some things, not all some things. things, Yeah. yeah. So like you'll get, um, some sort of battle pass or whatever with, uh, overwatch and they'll say, Hey, you know, since you bought overwatch deluxe, you get like a, a mount in world of Warcraft or you get some, Mm -hmm. you know, skin in heroes of the storm. And that's that's great because it's all, you know, in-house product and it makes mm-hmm. sense for them. They're not, you know, Master Chief isn't coming into uh, World of Warcraft um, right. and doing, you know, a dance in with MLK. But mm-hmm. um, uh, it's 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 an interesting way uh, for them to advertise their their own stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't hate it. Although I will say Blizzard specifically does probably do it too much with their own IP. It's just like, what are the next 12 characters in Heroes of the Storm going to be? But uh, there's 12 characters in Overwatch. Here you go. <laughs> right. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, they're not coming up with. That's I mean, a terrible example. Of the Storm that is, game is, yeah, it's all their heroes, other but, characters. Yeah. Oh, what's yeah. this next one from Super Smash Brothers? Is it a Nintendo character? Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> they stopped doing that. Though. That's <laughs> no, true. That they did party. reach out for the DLCs stuff for a bit. Yeah. When is uh, Sonic going to be a Smash character? He is. 
Is he? Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a joke question. <laughs> no. yeah. okay, okay, as someone who does not play Smash. <laughs> right, right, right. That's I, fair. That's fair. So he was actually in uh, Smash Brothers Brawl and then was also put in Ultimate because they, they created over a lot of the characters. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you've if there's ever a character in a Smash game, they put them in Ultimate. That was their tagline. Everyone's here. And he runs really fast in game. Like if you can get yes. like a nice flat stage from like left side to right side really fast. He's also very obnoxious in the air to the point where like people hate people hate Sonic. He is like probably the most you would suspect. And I think in previous titles, more characters were known for timing you out. Jigglypuff, I think, was especially like hated for it. Sonic's worse than all of them. <laughs> Sonic can time huh. people out like nobody's business. Again, as, as someone <laughs> not not who doesn't play Smash, um, uh-huh. I knew Jigglypuff was you know, a bane of people's existence. And then I didn't know anything about Sonic. So just goes to show Jigglypuff's uh, fame. Yeah. I mean, Jigglypuff is hungry box uh, is the best Jigglypuff player like in the world. Well, and he based in melee in melee in melee. Yeah. Um, but, but in melee. So this, this particular character, just a little side lore before we close stuff out. Final thoughts. He literally picked a character that like nobody thought was good. They were like, there's eight good characters and Jigglypuff's not one of them. Maybe fewer than eight, really. Definitely fewer um, than eight. Yeah. It's like, probably like four. <laughs> it's it's like two or three. It's yeah. Fox, Marth, and people have made Sheik competitive, but I'm not sure if they're considered a top tier. Yeah. And then he's just like Jigglypuff, this kind of like slower, floaty, super light character. And then like literally for a period of time became like the best melee player in the world <laughs> with him. So it's really, really crazy. But that's the lore. That's the background. It's part of the the Smash history. Um, I could always just talk about Smash for like or I know, I other know. like fighting game IPs for like two hours because I'm like so enamored by like what people can do. Because mm-hmm. like I'll go back and watch Melee and be like they're on they're on PCP compared mm-hmm. to like what you see in Ultimate. I'm like I understand what's going on in Ultimate. I've done this, and then in Melee it's just like how does this game work? Oh, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't work. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you see there, they got Phantom footstooled, and they actually DI'd a certain way, so like they only got three hits instead of four, and you're like, what? Meanwhile, yeah. this is all happening at like light speed. Yeah, it's insanity. Well, I think, I don't know, we've covered a lot of good topics here. We hit relationship advice, honey pop, bankruptcy law, relationships, not legal advice, um, Smash Bros, games you played, that's a lot. That's a lot of content. I think that basically sums up 2021. <laughs> I think that's 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 a fair assessment for sure. Yeah. We didn't talk about uh, Sonic Stinky Feet, but we can mm, leave that to, yeah. to 2022. <laughs> I, I, like, I gave you such a t-ball setup there. I I I I it was too easy. You know, mm. you, you just gotta take the dunk yourself. You don't you don't alley oop every every single one. Yeah been a while since i played a basketball game it's probably on the playstation like one <laughs> at a street. House. yeah um all right well i don't think any of the notes that i i wrote matter so as always we can times. just carry those to another episode <laughs> i don't though i rewrite them I, I look and i check again it's really funny i think that that actually just helps the motivation knowing that you could fall back on any of these topics you're then empowered to not use them at all and make them completely pointless. 
that's why on my other monitor i just have like medical receipts worst case mm. scenario <laughs> got a talking point <laughs> 500 milligrams ivermectin <laughs> yeah, like, uh. <laughs> yeah um but do you guys have any uh closing thoughts or advice for these people coming into 2022 the most unknown of years so far Dave, I figured I'd just drop that on you. Okay. Um, <laughs> really awkwardly. I'll start here. Could be food, could be relationship, video games. I mean, Obviously. pandemic stuff still going on. Um, obviously, that's no surprise to anybody. Um, and it probably still will for a bit. So in general, I'd try and hang out with friends who are also vaccinated. Try and do some like face-to-face stuff from time to time just to get yourself out there and not feel like you're always cooped up. Also, maybe like find a new hobby, try some new food. The world is shitty, but it's not over yet. So let's live it up and take ivermectin together. I'll, I'll agree with most of that, except the horse medicine. Uh, <laughs> get get boosted, people. It's free. It's very yeah. helpful as someone who has dear friends and relatives in the healthcare sector. Um I think everybody listening is very responsible for the most part. But if you aren't one of those people, we have a diverse audience. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully um, we can uh, get them less diverse in the uh, vaccinated (laughs) slash unvaccinated category. Uh, Mm -hmm. But um, let's all be our own hotspots. Come on. It'll be fun. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's good advice. I would second that. Get boosted. Um, You can have a more homogenous audience. Uh, my advice is you may not, uh, I don't believe people can be good people, but you can do good. So this year, try to focus on doing good. Be good to other people. Be good to yourself. Uh, try to take it easy. If you can, don't overstress the little things. It's all dust in the end. And um, yeah, have a good time with it. Play some good games. We'll tell you We'll tell you the good ones. We'll also tell you a lot of the ones that are bad. Because <laughs> I'll force Dave to play them this year. I mean, it'll be great. <laughs> But thank you, uh, Demuch, special guest, for coming on here and helping usher us into a new year, a new era, perhaps, in the podcast. It'd be Season three, episode. it's coming. Season, Let's go. Season three. <laughs> I, will, yeah, I, will, I will say that uh, I'm not going to reappear. Now this is going to be a meme. This is going to mm-hmm. be uh, a, a similar meme to uh, a meme that started with myself and Jenny. Uh, she messages me once a year on instagram on december 28th i will now only <laughs> appear once a year on the soap Sons <laughs> podcast so uh take that uh we're continuing the trend uh and uh you know see you guys next year i'll be ready to give you advice for 2023 and if you don't want it just tell me didn't ask <laughs> <laughs> didn't ask i did hear that story and i love that we'll have to share that one next year <laughs> when you come back <laughs> but thanks for coming on um but for everybody else um Thank you guys for sticking with us for a year. Again, another one of them. Um, crazy that you that you all do that. We all appreciate you. Um, if you would like to send in feedback, which you could do. I mean, you don't have to, but you could. We would read it, technically. Um, you could do so. So it's on podcast at gmail.com. Or you could join the discussion on Facebook, which is not yet owned by Elon Musk. Facebook.com slash Podcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night. Bye.